Hello guys, it's your girl Ari Hart back with another episode of Everyone Gets a Turn. So before I jump in to today's episode, I just want to first apologize on behalf of me and Dorian for the fact that, you know, we've had some gaps in between our episodes and also that some of our episodes also was, you know, solo, like, you know, Dorian had to do one by herself. I'm obviously doing this one alone and I know people like, you know, to have the conversations of two people be able to go back and forth and you can't really do that but nonetheless you know I can still say some good things that might resonate with you and that you know that you might want to take away from what I talk about today um I was gonna ask somebody to like do this episode with me but you know people are so busy that's one of the reasons why me and Dorian are continuously having these gaps so actually speaking of that we are now going to adjust the days that we drop so now we will be dropping on thursdays because um it's we don't really have a day before monday that we can like really record in a timely fashion so we're now we're going to do it on thursdays so hopefully after this episode you will be hearing both me and zorian without any gaps in between each episode so before i hop into to today uh before I hop in to today's episode, I want to do our what the hell happened, right? Go over some current events, what's happening in the world. So one, recently, um, it's the very sad story of the young lady, Alexis Crawford from um, Clark Atlanta University. She was murdered by her roommate and uh, her roommate's boyfriend. Um, from what I read about the story, pretty much the boyfriend made advances at her that made her very uncomfortable and she reported it. And then in turn, the roommate and the boyfriend murdered her. Um, I think it's very unfortunate and very sad that this young lady, she was only 21's life got taken because two individuals felt that, you know, outrage about her reporting him. And, you know, the roommate, you know, not justifying anything, but it sounds like one of those stories where she was literally crazy in love. Like she was willing to do anything for her nigga, you know, even if that meant killing another person because she just can't believe that he would actually do that to someone. Or if she did believe he did it, she's like, well, you didn't have to go tell nobody or report nothing. So, um, I believe they are, they both were arrested. So that is the the upside from it um because you know at the end of the day like that is really wild that they felt like that was a okay to do to kill that young lady so I hope you know her family is getting through this she's definitely in my prayers um because the world is just crazy out here um some other things in our current event um you know right now you know we're about to enter the holiday season um you know of course we're just skipping right the fuck over thanksgiving and you see motherfuckers putting up christmas trees already um but do you boo um all that good stuff um i do want to touch on um you know the holiday blues that comes up um you know as you get older and especially if you're single the holidays can seem very depressing um but I think that you know you just gotta make the most of it like reach out to your friends and the family that you do have I mean you can only do that and you know I would just I just don't take it too seriously I always every year I never let the holidays like get me in a way you know what I mean I do what I do and I know eventually I will be able to make my own holidays down the line 
Um, what else has been going on? Oh my goodness, I really don't have a lot that's been going on. Um, that I've been seeing. Well, Summer Walker, she, I saw a clip of her performing with Usher, and everybody keeps talking about how boring of a performance she is in the stand in the third. Well, I mean. This girl did say she has anxiety and I think that y'all are not listening. I think people literally all the ways tell people like, this is how I feel and this is who I am and how something affects me. And people literally will still say, oh, da 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 Like, what is your purpose of continuing to comment on the way she performs when she's literally multiple times have expressed like, okay, I'm not good at it. I have anxiety. Da 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 This is actually horrible for me. Like, what is your purpose? What do you think is coming out of your comments? Because Shorty already knows she's not the best. She already knows this makes her uncomfortable. So I just think as human beings, like, I think we should just listen when people let us know, like, something is an issue. And then if you keep, like, what is the purpose of you keep bringing it up? Like, it's not doing nothing because she's very much aware and she's not denying the fact that, like, you know, performing is, like, a hard thing for her um yeah so I didn't have like a ton of hot topics lined up uh but I do want to guess go over how my week or so has been um or last two weeks or whatever the case the timeline I can't even think um so you know I think the last episode I was talking about my coworkers and how like I didn't really feel like the majority of us on the ninth grade team were united and I still feel that way very much so so Friday, me and um my one coworker, we're both the great team lead. So that means like we are in charge of the whole team and just keeping everybody on the same page. So we had a conversation. Um, we have these meetings with the whole team and we just told them like, you know, at the end of the day, we're not going to keep repeating ourselves. Like at the end of the day, this is work. We're all grown, like be accountable. Um, and, you know, some people were gotten a feelings about it. And I think that what kills me the most is like when you call somebody out on not doing something and then they want to get in their feelings as if you're the person in the wrong, right? Instead of just taking responsibility. Like, oh, now I'm wrong because I'm telling you that you're not doing something. Um, I just think that's mad corny. Like, just do your part, especially because this is work. Like, at the end of the day, I'm only going to be able to have so much sympathy for whatever you're going through in your personal life. But at some point... You have to separate whatever personal issue you're going through with work. Um, And it is very hard. You know, people go through personal stuff all the time. And that means that, you know, make those adjustments and make those accommodations however you need to. But eventually you do have to, like, find the balance between whatever you're going through, whether that's like you have another job or you're going through like stress with family. You have to, like, eventually find that out because at the end of the day, like no business, no money is going to ever stop you know, when we're going through our personal things, especially, you know, if you're struggling, but you're not displaying like that you're actually trying, then it kind of makes it very hard for another person to like feel sympathy or to be understanding of your circumstances. Um, what else happened this week? Um, yeah, I've just been chilling, work, uh, nothing really that exciting at all. Um, yeah, at all. So, guys, today's episode, I kind of want to go in talking about um, risk-taking and being accountable. So, I kind of just mentioned accountability a little bit in my little blurb from my work week. But I want to talk about it um, a little deeper. I think, you know, throughout life, we're going to put ourselves in multiple types of situations but at the end of the day we do have to be accountable for the outcome and we also have to be smart 
and entering situations when we can and not to continue to learn the same lessons over and over and over again. Um, you know, recently I had a thing where, you know, um, I did engage in some risky behavior and that made me very paranoid in the possible consequences of that behavior. Um, and you know, causing me to like be paranoid and to like really be upset. And, um, you know, I still don't know what the outcome of this situation will be yet as, as of now, as I'm recording this episode, but by the time this is out, I will probably know the consequences of my actions. But, um, you know, for me, I think one thing that I am taking away from the circumstance, I don't want to go into too much detail because I think it's just a little too personal to like mention on the podcast. But um, one thing I'm taking away from the circumstance is like, you know, be responsible. Um, You know, in this particular situation, I didn't really take the steps I could have to really, you know, look out for myself. Um, And, you know, I'm human at the end of the day. And, you know, I give into like different desires and like once and I make slip ups but when those slip ups cause me to be paranoid or cause me to be in stress or feeling upset I'm thinking like yeah I need to move a little bit more responsibly so that I don't feel this way because it's not a good feeling because at the end of the day I could just be stressing for no reason but because I didn't take the measures needed to protect myself I am going to have to suffer the consequences of stressing until I get to the result of whatever it is that I engaged in, whether that is, you know, um, me saying something to someone that wasn't okay or me doing something that um, would affect me possibly in that way or me not like researching something enough before I engage in it or whatever the case may be. It could be a lot. This, this, this generalization can really apply to a lot of different circumstances you know what I mean like for example just getting to know people and doing things with people um like or dating someone right I think dating is like the easiest thing to give an example for like it could be like a thing like instead of you taking the steps to like properly get to know someone and taking your time you rush in and you don't ask the right questions now you're gonna face some consequences later on I'm not saying that you necessarily deserve those consequences because like I said we're human and Sometimes you can only discover but so much about a person or a situation. But if you would have took some like extra precautions and not let the fact that you want a boyfriend get in the way or that you love sex get in the way or that you really felt lonely get in the way and really like were more responsible, you probably could avoid certain outcomes if that is making sense. Um it is kind of hard for me to make a hundred percent sense because I don't want to like really name my circumstance, but, um, and you know, I've had circumstances very similar to this where I did something. I realized that that probably wasn't the best idea. And now I'm waiting to learn the results and nine times out of 10, everything ends up being fine. But in the moment, it does not feel that way. Um, you know what I mean? And I just pray that this is another situation. And I know it will be because I'm just going to manifest that. Like, this is going to be a situation that is fine at the end of the day. But um, I think after this circumstance, I'm going to move a lot different when just getting to know people. Um, and also in 
me being honest. You know, I get myself into situations too because I'm not honest about what my intentions are. Even if my intentions aren't bad, right? I'm still not being honest and then I'm still portraying a lie. You know, and that's another thing I think sometimes in certain situations, like we might not be honest with people because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or we um, don't want them to think we're a type of way. And it's, and holding that information isn't us necessarily trying to be like, you know, deceitful, right? But because you're not being honest about like, oh, I want this from you or I need this from you, then that person is going to move very differently opposed to if you just would have been straight up. You know, for example, let's say you're talking to somebody and they ask you like, what do you want? You say, oh, I'm just cool with having sex, being friends with benefits, but you really truly want a relationship because you didn't be honest about the relationship part that you wanted, they're going to move a whole particular way off the fact that you say you were cool with just being friends with benefits. You know what I mean? Not saying that someone won't even act the way because even if you're honest, people still can do whatever they want, even if you're honest, but because you withheld that information, it's even more room for you to be handled a particular way because you weren't a hundred percent upfront about what you would have liked. Um, and I think, you know, you have to be accountable. It's very easy to say, oh, this person was an F boy or this person did me away. But like you also set up the cards to play out the way they did, essentially. Right. You still did play a role. You know what I mean? And you do have to take responsibility. They are not off the hook. But you do still have to take responsibility because you did set yourself up to have that treatment or this outcome essentially because you didn't move away that would have allowed it to be like a better, a beneficial situation. Um, you know, I think, for example, when you're talking to somebody and they're you like, you know, end up finding like out they have a girlfriend or something, right? Let's say you were talking to somebody, you found out they had a girlfriend or they had a boyfriend, and the accountability. The accountability, the accountability on your end would have been, okay, I need to be accountable because yeah, they lied to me about having a boyfriend or girlfriend, but I ignored the red flags. I continued to deal with this person, even though they weren't displaying like the best characteristics when things were questionable about them. I still pushed that to the side and ignored that. So I think sometimes when we're finding ourselves in situations that, um, you know, we are like, damn, what the fuck that person really is doing too much. What did you do, though, to add to it? Not taking away from their wrong, but like what how are you also responsible? Because it's always two people responsible um, now to the extent it's different. Um, you know, another example would just be like what I was telling you guys about, like my work. Um, you know, I could take accountability because you know, my team members, they might be getting offended about me confronting them about something and having agitation at this point, but maybe because I didn't address it as crystal clear before, right? Because pretty much the agitation that I expressed recently to them has been built up. And although we've had like general conversations or not very direct conversations with them about like, oh, this behavior, maybe I should have expressed it in a more clear, blunt way prior to it building up to the frustration that it got to. So I do have to take accountability for the fact that like their response is kind of based off the fact that I am, I did allow my frustrations to build up. And now it's when I'm addressing it, it's going to come off as an irritation. Um, 
So, you know, just stuff like that. And it is very hard to be accountable because at the end of the day, like normally when you have to be accountable in certain situations, the other person's actions probably are way grander than whatever you didn't like account for. Right. Like, you know what I mean? For example, um, I was watching a YouTube video on a woman who was married to a man and um, he gave her HIV and they were married for five years. And she only found out that he had it because when she was pregnant with their child, um, the doctor, I guess, did blood work for all STDs because it is important to know if you have those things so you don't give them to your newborn. And the doctor saw that she had it. And in that situation, obviously him lying about having this disease is a lot grander than her maybe not asking the right questions. Like, we're not going to say, like, this is, like, like it's hard because, like, we can't say, like, oh, like, well, that's her fault because she didn't ask the right questions or ask to see no tests, right? Yeah, she still has to be accountable because she did in our marriage with somebody that she clearly did not know 100% and didn't ask some questions. So she does have to be accountable in that in that way. But but in no way, shape, or form did she ask for that or was that still okay for him to lie and withhold that information from her and give it to her. I mean, for them to be together five years in length. And then the only reason she found out is because you actually gave it to her. Now, I don't know if he was purposely trying to give it to her. I don't know if he really genuinely wasn't trying to give it to her and just was withholding the information. I mean, either way, you know, you had, you did take away her choice. Um, and I think also at the time of his diagnosis, the medicine for HIV is not what it is now. Cause now most people can have sex with the virus and not pass it on at all because it it goes undetected. So like people virtually don't have it now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even though you, it might be in your system, people virtually don't have it. So like if they have sex with you and they're medicated with this newer medicine, they cannot give it to you at all. So, but um, from her video, I think she said he was diagnosed in like 2002. He knew. So that wasn't, the medicine wasn't what it is now in 2019. So, um, yeah, so you know, a situation like that, like, although she does have to, like, you know what, I didn't ask the right questions in our relationship, but that in no way minimizes what he did, like, that, that's even on a grander scheme, um, of, you know, that's just way bigger than what she needs to be accountable for, you know what I mean, and I think when you ask people to be accountable, it's kind of asking, people might feel like, oh, dude, that's asking me to, like, take blame for what somebody else did, you know what I mean? Not necessarily. It's just saying, like, you also have to acknowledge the part that you played. You know what I mean? In the circumstances, where there's some things that you did or didn't do to make things very clear or to really look out for yourself. You know what I mean? Not excusing their behavior, but you also have to, like, watch out for, like, what you're doing and putting in the situation, too. Because even if somebody's doing you away, what role did you play in them being able to do that? Right? Like, just, like, you know, if somebody keeps cheating on you, what role are you playing, right? You keep taking them back. You keep forgiving them. You keep ignoring that they're clearly not a caring enough person to be with you. So just just things like that. Um, and that kind of ties into the whole idea of, like, risky behavior. Um, you know, I think, you know, nowadays, um, especially being young, it's really easy to do a lot of risky things and not think about what the outcome could be. So risky things that I think that a lot of us youth do nowadays would be like, you know, drinking and driving or taking a particular drug um, 
or having unprotected sex or um, fighting someone or seeking revenge because they did us away. I'm not thinking about all the consequences because all of those things are risky behavior because for it to be labeled as risky behavior, it means that you're setting, the behavior can lead to a negative outcome, right? So there's no risky behavior in like me watching a TV show, you know? There's nothing risky going to come out of me doing my laundry, But like me popping a molly, that's risky behavior, right? Because now if I use this drug, I can either become addicted to it. I can end up doing something while I'm on the drug that I will regret. Um, You know what I mean? Or like having unprotected sex. That's risky behavior because even if I'm doing it in a monogamous relationship, I don't know if this person's 100% honest about their status, Um, you know, or I can get pregnant. You know what I mean? That's going to result in, do I want to have a child at the time? I don't know. Um, Just things like that. And I just, you know, recently have learned that, like, you know, you're not young forever and you're not invincible. And, you know, I've recently been doing a lot of research on STDs and STIs. And, you know, a lot of youth do think that they're invincible. You know, people really think that they will never come in contact with, like, certain diseases, even though statistically we see that these things are out there for some reason a lot of people think that they for some reason will never come in contact with particular things um and don't get me wrong even though like for example certain stds or stis are very prominent and very well known the chances of contracting them are kind of slim depending on the scenario that that you're in right you know um so Although your chances might be low, it's still a possibility, right? Just like there could be like a one in a thousand chances, right? That you hit the lottery. It's a very slim chance of hitting it, but the possibility is is still possible. So knowing that there's just a possibility of that happening, fuck the probability. The fact that there's a possibility, you should still move in a way as as if it's a hundred percent that can 100% happen. You know what I mean? If we move that way, like you could say, oh, like me popping a molly won't result into me getting addicted to it. Yeah, the probability of your first time use of molly, you might not get addicted to it, right? But the the probability of you getting addicted to it the first time isn't probably that high, but the possibility is high as fuck because it's still possible. Right. Just like when certain kids and stuff are born with certain diseases, they'd be like, oh, this person was born with this very unique thing. And it was like a one in 20,000 chance that this motherfucker was going to be born with whatever the hell it is. Right. We see these rare things or rare diseases all the time. Yeah, the probability is low, but the possibility is the fuck there regardless of, of, of the probability. You know what I mean? And I think if we move off of possibility and not probability then um, we would be a lot better. Because if you moved as if, like, you know for a fact this could definitely happen, you probably wouldn't engage in certain stuff. Instead of us thinking, like, oh, like, what are the chances? Like, why even take the chance? You know what I mean? Um, so I just think that's something to take away from this whole thing. It's something that I'm learning and that I'm going to move forward. And, um, you know, God can only 
watch over you but so much the universe can over only watch over your dumb ass but so much you know because it's been so many circumstances that i've gotten into and i was like oh god you was really looking out for my dumb ass and he's probably like bitch you got like one more fucking lookout for my ass you know what i mean um and you know i just hope that i can show the universe and show god and myself like that i am learning my lessons because you know the stress that comes with waiting for the results or waiting for the consequence of a particular action is probably greater than if you actually were in that circumstance. And I think that is also sometimes your karma and your lesson. You know, sometimes the outcome is fine, but the the stress that you endure in that time of waiting is probably your lesson. Like, bitch, that's what you get. Like, now you just spend all that time stressing and feeling away about something that you didn't have to, but because your ass wasn't moving in the most responsible way, that's what you get. And I'm okay with it. Like, I'll take trust in, in that in that time frame over whatever detrimental outcome might come out of whatever the action may have been. Whether that was me, like, fucking a nigga's car up and now I'm getting the police called on me or me having unprotected sex and catching STD or me, um, you know, ignoring the red flags in a person and dating them, whatever it is. I'd rather just not witness or endure any like detrimental ass consequences. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, none of us are untouchable, no matter what. You know what I mean? You can really think you're minding your business and it's just the possibility is there. So I just think, you know, we should just all move in that way. That the possibility is there for anything. It's a possibility for me to be a millionaire millionaire soon. It's a possibility for me to move to another state. It's a possibility of me getting married and having kids. It's a possibility of me being single for the rest of my life. It's a possibility for all these things. But let me not move as is. Although, like, the probability of this shit does not... Like, I should, like, ignore that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so that's just something to take away, like just the risky behaviors that we engage in, whatever you will label a risky behavior, um, whether that's driving without fucking insurance or, um, you know, I don't know, whatever you, you know, risky behavior, like I said, is connected to, if, if it's going to possibly have a negative outcome, that's probably a risky behavior. Um, not calling into work and just not showing up, that's risky fucking behavior because bitch, you're about to get fired. You know what I mean? The the uh, probability of you getting fired over one call out is slim, but it's a, it's possible, right? <laughs> so I think I'm gonna just take that away. I hope you can take that away. I hope that this segment, this episode has resonated with some of you it has you maybe reflecting on your behaviors and how at the end of the day, if you're ignoring the possibilities, then you have to take accountability for whatever the outcome is. Even if you feel like you didn't deserve the outcome, even if you feel like the outcome is extreme for whatever the circumstance was, you still have to be responsible because you still weren't the most responsible that you could have been. So um, with that being said, guys, um, this was your girl, Ari Hart, holding it down, solo dolo. Um, And like I said, me and Dorian truly apologize for the gaps in the episodes. And 
Um, we will try our darnest to make sure our schedules work so that we can continue to have these great conversations with you and to give you guys content and to just be the people that we promised to be when we started our podcast. And um, I love you guys so much. And please, please, guys, do not rely on the probability. Peace out.